welcome to our Florida Gators subreddit podcast. You are listening live to the inside of my spare room. This is Tofree Gator. Joining us live from the CC's Pizza in Flowood, Mississippi, the one, the only, Zlatan Diego. I'm keeping it very, very pumped up and excited this morning with uh, my, my weekly dose of CC's Pizza. And joining us from the front steps of the Miami Public Library, where he has just met a homeless man named Edward, who believes himself to be Ronald Reagan, Zeus Apollo. Edward had his penis exposed. I told him to put it away. That's probably a good call. You know, I am uh, much louder than you guys. Am I blowing out your eardrums, guys? Not at all. Not at all. Sounds t- totally normal here. All right. Good deal. I can even hear you over the uh, the din of the, the morning rush of CeCe's customers in Mississippi. Yeah. You know, I actually Googled CeCe's Pizza in Mississippi, and uh, apparently there are only three in the entire state that's impressive which is surprising surprisingly low or surprisingly high it's surprisingly low i mean like there's there's three there's three in memphis alone yeah but that's i mean yeah we we could do a whole podcast on memphis i once saw a toddler take a slice of cc's pizza off the rack lick it and put it back and i haven't been there back there since (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I had the realization when I was like, I don't know, 19 or 20 that it's like, it's literally microwave pizza tier quality. Yeah. Um, This is where you're really good to build your immunity. Zeus, that kind of thing really helps you out. (laughs) Yeah. You don't even need the vaccine. You don't even need the vaccine once you've been to CC's a couple times. I don't have a vaccine card. I have a CC's punch card. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, so yeah, today we're doing a season preview of sorts, which, which of these things do we want to tackle first? We're going to do a fantasy draft. Uh, we're going to talk about roster superlatives. I guess we should probably do that after the fantasy draft. So as to not tip our hands of the, uh, sophisticated strategies. Let's knock that out right away. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So fantasy draft, uh, we're going to do this snake draft style. Um, okay, so are we going to do this one running back, two receivers, one tight end, two offensive line, two defensive line, one linebacker, two DBs? I'm good with that. And then I just want to throw in the stipulation that some of our like linebackers can kind of be counted as either linebackers or D line. Yeah, I had that same thought. You get to pick, but uh, D line, I was thinking big, big dudes, so take it as you will. Big boys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I figured we, maybe if you wanted to, uh, we could also throw in like a flex, like an athlete, maybe a special teamer kind of guy. Just something okay. at the end. Too. All right. Um, Zlat, would you possibly be able to record this information to a spreadsheet for us as we go? I've never used a spreadsheet in my life, but I could start to learn how now. <laughs> okay, we'll let you. Uh, For those who we'll, know anything about me, you would know that uh, my life is spreadsheets. All right, we'll let you tackle that on the fly. Yeah. Um, uh, Zeus, you want to start? You want to go first? This changes my draft order, but yes. And before absolutely. before Zeus goes, I'm going to interrupt him for a second. I just want to I wanted to say this for the listeners. I think this is important. Uh, we we're going to do a QB, but I feel like it would be unfair having three people select QB since there's only two that are really worth yeah. picking. So you can we can take uh, repeat QB picks. Everything else though, there's only one available. Sure. Alrighty. Does that seem fair? Yep. Yeah. 
Alrighty, so first round, first pick, I'm going to draft uh, Kyrie Elam. You son of a bitch. Zeus going for that value pick right there. Absolutely. Shall I go second? Yeah, go for it. All right. I picked the exact wrong order when I was predicting who would go win. Oh, damn. I know. Um, all right, second overall pick. I'm going to go with Brenton Cox. Are you going to put him in the linebacker spot or the D-line spot? You know, I was thinking about that. Um, um, okay, I'll put I'll put him at the linebacker spot. All right, so since I've been paying attention and I'm the person who actually set up these positions, can we go over one more time just how many we get of each just to make sure I'm not missing <laughs> anything? Uh, it's uh, on the chat on the sidebar. You expect me to read right now? Okay, uh, one running back, yeah. two receivers, one tight end. I like it. Two offensive linemen, two defensive linemen, one linebacker, two defensive backs. Can I switch? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, put him as a defensive lineman. All right, Alrighty. got it. Oh man, this is way tougher than I thought it would be. I yeah. thought I was gonna be ready for this. I can edit out dead air here. Yeah, so, we can. We can know, if take we your need time. to. You're good. Although, although dead air is sometimes quality. Dead air is my middle name. Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> it can be rough. <laughs> well, it took me a sec. I was trying to get the spreadsheet set up and catch up on everything. So I was. I should have been using that time to look at players. I'm taking Senor Dexter. Yeah, you know, I thought about that too. All right. At least I got one good pick in there that I can be really happy with. So everything else is just gravy. All right. This is uh, this is going to be going on a limb here. It's kind of a risky pick, but. I think it needs to happen, especially just based on how the roster is set up. Uh, Trey Dean. Ooh. Ooh. Man, I was hoping that to get is... him at like middle round. I, don't, I just didn't think he was going to last that long with, uh, yeah. with how our DBs are. Yeah, yeah, that's a solid solid pick. Boy, that changes things for me too. Is this going to be like fantasy football? We're going to start runs and stuff? Like, oh shit, I got to get, yeah. get on the kickers now. Yeah, I think so. Gary Crenshaw. <laughs> oh fuck it's not my turn um sheesh yeah and so the problem now at defensive back is like you've taken what in my mind are like yes yes both of both of the guys who i feel confident are going to start <laughs> yeah there's a reason now off the board there are some positions where i feel like you can get a higher value like overall player but when it comes to value to the next spot I think we're we're uh, kind of loading up on that right now. Fuck it, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna follow suit. I'm gonna take this opportunity to add value to my team. I'm going best player available, Justin Shorter, Ooh, wide oh. receiver. Oh, okay. I don't actually know if he's the best player, but he's the one I kind of feel most confident about. He played quite a bit last year, and I feel like he's going to be the guy in the receiver room to take that next step. I'm going to go on a limb and assume you're going to go with DeMarcus Bowman next because you're taking all the five-star transfers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got it. All righty. So I get two picks in a row now. So I'm going to go with the next. Hmm. So for those listening, while Zeus is thinking, uh, we, we've had this idea for a while now and clearly have spent months preparing. Mm-hmm. Having, <laughs> having, uh, I mean, this is color-coded. <laughs> we have different values next to it's It's incredible, the, uh, the spreadsheet that we've worked up. I gave this upwards of five minutes of thought yesterday. Alrighty, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow up possibly some of y'all's drafts. I'm going to go Josh Braun, Ethan White. 
You son of a fucking bitch. Fuck my ass. God damn it. Oh, my God. Zeus is... Oh, my God. You're off the pod, dude. We're, 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 start, <laughs> we're starting this one over. <laughs> yeah, I was debating between picking up another uh, a, a D lineman, cause I, but like I'm looking at it now, and I think there's one really good D lineman left. I won't tip my hat to, to, uh, to who, but after that, it gets kind of deep. So I think I'm well, just going to... Well, I mean, it, I think it's pretty obvious the quality... Defensive yeah. lineman. Uh, you you um, kind of tipped your cap by saying that, but you Jalen Lee. Bitch. <laughs> All right, uh, so That's I'm going to follow. I'm going to follow pick. suit, and I'm going to go with Garage. Wow, leaving me with uh, the fantastic. I'm going to get stuck with John Delance, aren't I? Mm-hmm. You know what? We'll see. We'll see how that goes. I mean, it's just a, it's your choice whether or not to draft him. You don't have to draft him. Oh, I know, you but just, I do have to take two offensive linemen, and so far we've taken three of the. Uh, now I'm like, I'm regretting not doing that. Josh Brown, Ethan White, that would have been quality. Zeus is a son of a bitch. I'm a son of two bitches. Son of two bitches. Yeah. You'd have to be to pull that kind of move. <laughs> that's, that's a very manipulative and intensely thought through move. I'm going to go Damian Pierce. Mm, interesting. I uh, hmm. This is a, an interesting one for me because I think we do split time with running backs overall and i like all mm-hmm. of our running backs like it's not like there's anything any one of them that you'd be sad getting but i think that pierce is going to be the guy who really gets the carries this year above the rest so since we only have one i'm taking taking the one i think that gets everything and then with my second pick i'll take the um, esteemed zach carter and i'm done with my d lineman um so I'm going to take my linebacker now, and I'm going to take uh, LeCedric Brunson off the board. Wow. So that's a joke. Wow. That's a joke. Okay. I was about to <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. uh, I'm going to take Mahmoud Diabate. Appreciation for pronouncing it right. That was I was just going to say Diabate just because I didn't trust myself. Are you sure yeah. you pronounced it right? I wouldn't know. No, well, it's, yes, I just thought to myself, how would I pronounce this if I was a field reporter on NPR? And so <laughs> I just really leaned into it. What if you were a uh, CBS reporter named Vern? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not going to sully the man's reputation. He's a living legend. Is he still alive? Yeah, I mean, I don't think he does Maybe. CBS, but I think he's alive. I th- does he still do the Masters? Shit, I don't know. This is stuff right here. All right, I'm calling this thing podcast draft before it deletes itself. That's the official term, podcast draft. All right, Zeus, time to kind of screw us over again. What else you got? Oh, shit, we're going back the other direction. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, excellent. I'm going to go with Jacob Copeland for my first wide receiver. Okay. That's a good choice. Best I'm already regretting my Damian Pierce pick. Yeah, I... I wasn't gonna say anything, but yeah, like, that was a garbage pick. It was it's really a definition. Def- it's it's a position defined by our depth. This is this is what we get for uh, for just not really thinking through. I, as I said, uh, months of planning really was. I, actually, I came up with the idea the other day, and I didn't think about it even twice. After. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, "Hey, here's an idea," and then I just dropped it and moved on. It's okay. <laughs> you could argue that both my Justin Shorter and Brenton Cox picks were garbage. So. Oh, I, I think most of these picks yeah. are garbage that aren't mine. I'm, but I'm Damian Pierce, I'm not pleased with. Yeah, no, I mean, I like Damian Pierce. Don't get me wrong, but I hope he works out. All right, all so right. Go so ahead. for my 
for my defensive lineman, I think I'm going to go with Antonio Valentino. I like it. Should get a lot of action this year. He is the transfer from Penn, Penn State. State, correct? Yes. Yeah. All right. Seems like a good uh, team leader, too. Okie dokie. Um, I should go with a defensive back here. Um, so I'm not sure who is going to ultimately be the guy on the opposite corner spot from Elam. I think it's probably going to be a bit of a rotation. So I'm going to go with Rashad Torrance as a safety. Well, I don't think we have a safety spot. I think we just have two DBs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I think he's going to start opposite from trading. Yeah, that's a, that's a good. I was actually going to take him next. And I think he's the only other confirmed or guy that I think would be a confirmed starter for us. So, yeah. All right. That, uh, that mixes up what I'm going to do here. By the way, how, how are we feeling about just our overall draft spots? So how do you like being in the middle? No, no back to backs. Um, yeah, I like that. I, I, I'm a, I'm a fan of that personally. Yeah. I didn't mean to give myself the best spot, but, but I feel just, like I kind of gave myself the best spot. Yeah, it just yeah. sort of worked itself right. out, huh? Yeah, you know, I understand. I understand. Yeah. All right. Um, I am lacking receivers and offensive linemen. Uh, obviously, our two deepest positions on the team. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not so obvious. Uh, I'm going to go with a guy that this is. This is actually a little bit out on the limb here, not for a choice of position, but just because he's not confirmed to even played this year, but I think he does. And I think that this is going to work out. Kingsley Iguacun. Mm. Yeah. That's who I was eyeballing. That's that would have um, really messed with my, my numbers a little bit, but at least I have one guy who I think is going to start <laughs> beyond that. Who can be sure. Um, leaving obviously the wonderful uh, Stuart Reese and John DeLance as the, the likely options, but since we're down to this, I'm going to have to go with a wide receiver and I need one that I think plays a bit. I just had an idea. We should be obligated to um, provide a team name and (laughs) we should be obligated to use the name of the first player that we selected as part of that team name. So my team name is going to be, okay, come on. <laughs> you see where I'm going with this? God damn um, it! <laughs> now I'm in the weird position where I still don't know how to pronounce his first name. If it is it Jervon, Jervon, At least yeah, according Jervon. to uh, other podcasts out there, who we're not going to give a. Uh, sure, actually, I know it. I don't really trust other podcasts. Cool. Who's who's actually met him before? Uh, David Waters, Walters, Wa- Walters, Walters. I don't know. The dude from uh, Gators Breakdown. All right. Well, maybe I'll just use the Dexter part of it then. You can you can think about it. Yeah. That doesn't have to be right. I'll take some time right here. Yours, yours yeah. is kind of easy. I mean. Right. Yeah. That's why, that's why I'm I wanted trying to, to think do of, it. I'm trying to think of like puns for the word career over here. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. Kair <laughs> <laughs> Builder. Elementary. Okay. Well, then it's here in, in, in a spirit of fairness. Uh, we'll just expand it to it has to be named uh, in accord with a player on your roster. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to relate, be related player. to the roster. I think yeah. that's fair. All righty. All right. Well, I'm going to go with uh, everybody's favorite here. Um, oh, damn. damn God, it. that's a hell of a pick. I can't believe you lasted this long, to be honest. But Was that we, your second? 
It's uh, yeah, that was. It's I think just okay. positionally it kind of worked out. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get my running back. I'm gonna go Naquan Wright. Damn it! I was hoping he'd fall a little bit farther. You better get a running back, Zeus, before all the good ones are gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I can just kind of ignore that position, I guess. I guess. Um, I'm going to pick up Xavier Henderson before Tope steals him. Fill out my wide receiver room for my second pick. That one was the easy pick for me. I'm going to pick up Ventral Miller as my linebacker. Okay. Yeah, that's a good pick. Solid pick. That makes it easy for me. I can... Uh... Hold off on linebackers now and just take some D lineman and pretend he's a linebacker. Yeah, you know, like Grantham. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Hmm. Gonna drop back Brendan Cox into coverage. All right. Do we want to um, for for the listeners? Maybe we should uh, kind of do a little quick update on where things are. Sure. All right. So so far, uh, Zeus has one extra player because he cheats and takes extra picks. Um, Wait, what? But you started. So. Oh, okay. It just kind of worked oh, out. I'm just, I'm just talking shit right now. Um, oh. Two two receivers for Zeus, Copeland and Xavier Henderson. Uh, Zeus has taken the two great offensive linemen on the team, Josh Brown and Ethan White. Antonio Valentin with the transfer D lineman, a linebacker, Ventral Miller, and Kyrie Lamette, defensive back. It's a solid team, well-rounded. I like it. Uh, Toph, Tophariah uh, has Naquan Wright <laughs> as the running back, a receiver in Justin Shorter. An offensive lineman, Garage. D lineman, Brenton Cox. Mahmoud, Mahmoud, Diabate. I, you see, I just I butchered it. I, I You know what? I did the Vernalquist uh, pronunciation there. And then uh, Rashad Torrance as his defensive back. And then I guess myself, uh, Damian Pearson running back. Wide receiver, Trent Whitmore. Uh, Kingsley Guacun at offensive lineman. Got the best D lineman room in the state, uh, Jerron Dexter and Zach Carter. And then Trey Dean as the best safety in the country per himself. (laughs) (laughs) All right, boy, I've got lots of options and I don't really like any of them. Yeah. Now we're getting into the, uh, who's going to take that step forward. Yeah. Um, although there's a couple tried and true veterans that are really boring. If you want to do that. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I'm going to go with my second defensive lineman. I'm going to go with Princely Uman Malin. Ooh. Oh, okay, that's I an like interesting it. one. It's a fun one. Hold on, let's see. Did it over moon? Um, you know, I was, I yeah, yeah, because I don't trust him to stay healthy, because uh, he never has. But will the audience think about that? I want to be real clear on something. I don't care what the audience thinks. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna take the best guy. You see, I thought you were gonna call the audience stupid right there. <laughs> Number two. Does anybody actually listen to this program? You tell me. You have the numbers. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's some people. It's mainly just James and Virgilio trying to figure out what he's going to talk about in the next podcast. You know, so you got to get your ideas somewhere. It's mm-hmm. important. Exactly. All right. Well, Princely, that's interesting. Okay. So I guess I guess I'm up now. I guess I, I can I can say since I selected my defensive lineman, the other one I was looking at there was um, Newkirk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my thinking was that if we're going to look at this, like at some point during the season and compare performance of teams, I think Newkirk is going to be one of those guys who doesn't really have like a statistical impact. And so it's going, it would be difficult to, you know, say that he's doing great because he's not 
a guy who's going to put up sacks. I think he's going to be more of like a run stuffer kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think the only one left who doesn't have a D lineman is Zeus. And right now I'm not sure there's a guy left who's going to put up numbers. So I do, I do have to say that. And uh, Valentino, I'm not sure he does either. Zeus, you yeah. might, you might be um, in an interesting I'm, spot where you get the, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna have to go with the moral victory argument right. later on yeah. in the season. <laughs> That's right. But without, without my guys, you wouldn't have uh, taken up two, I don't know, uh, was it yeah. double, double team blocks and all that? You know, the stuff nobody exactly. really cares about. I'm going to look, I'm going to have to look up like team performance when they're not on the field to like, get some football a guys on there. That's right. And that's, that's why I went with Cox um, early on because yeah. like, you know, I think he's going to be that guy off the edge this year who puts up the numbers. Yeah. It's a good point. All right. I got two picks coming up. So Zeus is, is having his stuff decided for him a bit. Um, looks like we all have one defensive back and I'm sure that's on purpose because nobody knows who's going to play <laughs> who the next guy up is. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough, but I think I know, I think I know that said, I'm not going to take one right now. Oh, okay. I am going to go with, uh, this isn't a sexy pick, but I think it is the right pick. And since nobody has taken one yet, I'm going to go with, uh, more gamble as my tight end. Damn. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Um, leave, leaving two tight ends who I think are good options, but are just not going to see as much playing time over. Uh, and then with my second pick, I'm going to go with Avery Helm. Damn it. Interesting. That's going to be CB2 this year. That is my CB2 this year. All right. I, I guess I'm going to take Zipperer then. Damn um, it. Fuck. Yeah. I guess I won't have a t- uh, tight end play this year. Now, I'm not going to give away who I think you should take a tight end, Zeus, but I'm very curious who you do take. I'm, I'm very yeah. interested in that. I mean, like, I know I, I have a strong feeling on who it should be, but I, j- I don't think he's going to see this field this year. Like, I mean, I, he'll see the field, but not in any, like, meaningful way like those two will. But I'll tell you what, that, like, that gives me, like, three positions now that I could just save to the end and not really think about. I think we're kind of at that I point am. for all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except for offensive linemen. Toph could come around to the back end, take the only offensive lineman left who's any good, if there is one, and I'd be stuck. We're going to see Toph and Zlat jump into the ring with like a knife fight and fight over, I guess, Delance. Yeah, I yeah, that's I'm trying to do the math there on (laughs) who Zlat thinks the quality offensive lineman is that's left. I actually I I, I, you know what? I'm not going to give it away. We'll get there when I I get there. We'll get there when I get there. Alrighty, I guess the only other spot I'm fighting for would be that follow-up DB, and I'm fighting against Toe for him. So who is my, like, shot in the dark, steps up? I'm going to go with Jadarius Perkins. Okay, yeah. I was going to say Avery Helm. I th- like I think I, I think I expressed that, but, like, I really do think Avery Helms is, like, CB2. But if I'm playing, like, the mental game right, you have Perkins and blades both coming in as transfers mm-hmm. blades has a little bit more left to lose coming in like as a grad transfer like he wants to see the field but perkins is like at a juco junior doesn't have much playing time left either so if i'm like trying to guess at who's going to end up with playing time because of seniority i'm gonna guess one of those two and i'm gonna guess perkins that's solid um i think the other thing you can say for perkins is that he had he practiced some during the spring yeah. or during the summer, and he practiced during the spring with uh, Mizu. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think really Blades. Well I don't think Blades practice at all during the mm-hmm. spring. 
I'm pretty sure Blades missed the 2020 season either because he opted out for COVID or because he was injured with a shoulder thing. I think it was both. Yeah, it's probably a combination. Um, okay, uh, so is it back to me? It is. Wait, did I only pick one? No, I only picked one. Ah, shit. Almost got it by. Second <laughs> <Suck it> nerds. <laughs> Alrighty. So at this point, I'm just kind of taking my picks because I think the only spots I have left are running back, DL, and... Oh, well, there is that flex position. I don't know if we, if we still want to do that, but... There's, there's the flex. The flex is there. You the can... flex is there. Who do I want to flex out? You know what? I'll, I will flex out another linebacker. Only because I get to pick my between the two of them, I'll say it out loud. I'm picking between D1 Black. Now, this is totally fine. You can take the flex this way because it, there was no specification. But what my original thought was was like an offensive flex. Do we want to do uh, one offense and one defense? I was thinking like offense special teams, like a, a utility player sort of. Okay, yeah, we can just keep it with, with a general single you know flex. But. I'll say, yeah, no, I'm good with that. I'll switch it up then. I'm okay with that. I will pick up then... Uh, Malik Davis as my running back and Demarcus Bowman as my return specialist. Well, you you, you just took Perkins, so you can only take one one more guy. Fuck. <laughs> so damn it. All right. <laughs> my eyes got wide when I heard the rule change, and I stopped thinking. So I guess maybe I've tipped my hand a little bit, but hopefully it won't bite me in the ass. Uh, it will indeed bite you in the ass. So are you going Davis then? Um, maybe D lineman. <laughs> gonna go completely different <laughs> you know what <laughs> fuck it i'm going big going home i like i feel like i have a really solid foundation with a lot of my players so i'm gonna pick a stretch play i'm gonna see if desmond watson slims up and makes like an impact at d tackle this year i also it also lets me do elementary my dear watson elon mentoring my dear watson as my teammate that's like the main reason that's pretty important actually that's a good that's a good choice right there i like that uh jesus I will say that I have not been making selections based on team name, but perhaps that should come into play at the end here. And that yeah. is where you will fall. <laughs> that, that is my one, <laughs> my one true weakness. The time has come. I know who does go in here. I'm gonna type. I'm gonna type in a name and let's see if I'm the right. The time has come. I'm going with big number fifty-six, Gene Delance. Oh wow! <laughs> okay. Interesting. Because I think he's the only other offensive lineman whom I'm actually confident is going to play the vast majority of snaps. That's a good choice. Some of the advanced statistics type of stuff indicates that he will do well in the run game, which will probably be more of the focus for our offense this year. So he may look like less of a jackass this year. Yeah, I'm, ho- I'm hoping uh, that's what we all really want, right? Uh, I will. I will admit that he would have been my take if, if I had gotten first choice at the next offensive lineman. Was Not, that what you wrote down? No, I, I wrote down a completely different position actually. So we'll um, we'll hold off on that one. But I'm not surprised you took him if you were going to take an O lineman. Uh, I'm going to go with. I think it's time for a utility player. Um, Damn it! No, stop. No, it's happening. It's happening. Don't take um, him from me. <laughs> I still don't even have a running back. It's <laughs> well, you might have one less right now because I'm going to take Demarcus no. Bowman as utility player. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm pass heavy this year. I hate it had to be you, but it uh, it needs to happen. I think I think he gets on the field somehow, and I think that uh, the return game happens. Um, 
That's so that's my choice right now. Uh, And that leaves me with one more choice. And I'm going to have to go with the wide receiver here. I could go with the old doctor, but I'm not going to do that. because. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, does anybody really want to draft a doctor? This is a football draft here. Yeah. Conversely, does anybody want to tackle a doctor? He has so much to offer to society with his education now. No, I don't. I don't think so. That's uh, it's dangerous. I'm going to go Marcus Burke. Damn. I'm going to go with that's uh, uh, high risk, high reward. He could end up doing absolutely nothing, but yeah, that's my dude right there. Okay. Um, let me see. What do I lack? I need my other receiver, which that was going to be my pick on this one was Burke. Uh, I'm going to take my utility. I'm going to be mean and take Malik Davis. Fuck! <laughs> no! <laughs> God damn it. Wow, that is uh, it, so, cold. Wait, uh, uh, before I lock that in, uh, this utility spot, does this have to be like someone that we think is going to be like a special teams player or it can just be like a flex position, anybody on offense. I was just thinking since there's so many more stats on offense and that, yeah. that you might want to take some guy who does returns to that is yeah. just kind of overall. So sure. That, he was within the realm of my initial thought here. Damn it. Yeah. So I'm not going to lie. That was mostly just to stab Zeus in the back. God yeah. I, I wouldn't have even considered that, but uh, Topher is a lot more cold harder than I am, I guess. That's a, is this, yes. I think this is my comeuppance Correct. for my O-line like run. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> What goes around comes around. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, you still have a great running back left. A five star. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Carlson Joseph. I think we've all been eyeing Carlson freshman. Joseph. Do you both have your flex off the board? Be- okay, yeah, cool. Yes. Now nobody can steal this one remaining player from me. All right, so uh, right now I have the running back tight end and my flex left. Not that I know off the top of my head. Has Amari Bernie ever returned cakes? I feel like I remember that for some reason. Mm doubtful but he i mean you uh, could take him as that and see if he does no i think no, he's too big now but i don't think he has i think you've got better options there yeah but i okay here's Stop where i like, help him out let him, let him waste his pick <laughs> was that Nothing, well i feel bad it. now i feel bad <laughs> because i hurt my friend yeah <laughs> define friend <laughs> Friend of me, <laughs> the yeah, guy you yeah. leave with no running backs. That's the <laughs> right. I feel like so I'm outing myself big time now for not knowing who actually returns or like punts and kickoffs. Here's the thing: there's um, I, I can think of one clear guy who is um, a returner left, and a lot of the guys already taken are probably going to end up returning. There's one clear guy, and you could argue it could screw me over. Yeah. This with one um, of the positions ooh, that I have okay. to pick. Thank yeah. you for the hint, sir. Another, please. <laughs> okay, wide receiver, <laughs> wide receiver, wide receiver, and DB. But I mean, you, yeah, you could see some some of these other guys that are still there. Yeah, take returns this year. Just depends. I'm going to pick up uh, Elksness for my tight end mm. as a as a matchup nightmare. I don't know if he actually gets on the board, but like, I've, what from what I've heard, he's like angling for that. You know pretend tight end is actually a wide receiver until he learns to block like Pitt's route. Um, I guess I'll just do like what I'm fated to do and pick up Lorenzo Lingard for my uh, running back. Who also could end up returning kicks. So, Oh, f- well, I mean, what, but what, what you, would that you mean? You kind of need him as a running back. Yeah. Okie dokie. Um, so who I was looking at as your potential return man would be Fenley Graham. 
That's okay. I couldn't tell whether it was Fenley Graham or Ethan Pouncey. For whatever reason, I could not remember. I don't know if I really want him as a defensive back, though. All right. I'm stuck at defensive back between rolling the dice on blades that he's actually going to be capable of putting time in on the field. Or uh, my second choice there would be Trevez Johnson. Because those are um, kind of the two clear options there. Yeah. Or, well, I guess Jason Marshall's still on the board, too. Um, I think any other team, Jason Marshall would definitely be a clear choice, but like yeah, Dan Mullen. Right? Yeah. I know. Um, all right. I'm going to go Blades because I think that the coaching staff would not bring him in and then just leave him out to dry without playing. So, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Blades. I'm just sitting here stunned that we took six defensive backs off the board and nobody took Jason Marshall. It's amazing to me. It's just kind of how it worked out. That did cross my mind when when you took Avery Helm as early as you did, because I think that's going to be the competition. Oh, for sure. For and playing I think time Marshall's, there is going to be between be Marshall his, and yeah. Helm. Yeah. Honestly, if, if I took a third and Perkins and Blades were still on the board, I would have taken Marshall over those two. I think Perkins and Blades both play. I think they're there for depth. I just, yeah. Speaking of which, uh, I have two very exciting spots left, offensive line and linebacker. Now, my linebacker choice is easy. I'm going to go with Hopper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. guy I was eyeing the whole time, uh, especially since the Abate went pretty early on and Miller did too, I guess. Uh, and that leaves me with offensive line. Um, I have two potential things I could do here. I could take the guy who is just going to potentially be the probable pl- the probable player who likely gets at least some playing time this year, uh, maybe 50%, but who's just not exciting. Or I could just really roll the dice on one of the other players getting replaced. And that seems way more fun since this is a fantasy draft after all. I'm going with Michael Tarkin. Ooh. Over Reese? Oh, yes. Reese is the uh, the boring choice who, prob- again, probably gets at least half the snaps this year. Just somehow. And in all likelihood, Tarkin doesn't get much at all. But if, uh, if DeLance does get replaced... I think that Tarkin will be the guy to do it. Moonshot. I gotcha. Admiral Tarquin. Tarquin. Um, yes. Okay. All right. Topher, he's got his wide receiver left. Yep. Um, Some good options there. Are there? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, good for me. I don't know about you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Chikwavian Frazier's. It's a good choice. At this point, I mean, you got to think that one of the three Guys left. You got Frazier's. Uh, who else? Uh, Wells. Reynolds, Wells, and Weston. Weston. One of those guys is probably going to get a good amount of reps. It's just anybody's guess. Frazier's is as good of one as any. Alrighty. So that wraps back around to me to pick my flex. Yes. And then for all of us to pick a QB, assuming that we don't all want to pick Emery, if anybody wants to go with that faded AR-15 pick. But maybe that's maybe that's your utility. That, oh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> can you do that and take them away from everybody? Be, I don't know. No, we'll, we'll we'll let everybody take that. You can take them as a utility if you want with Emory. That would be interesting. Yeah, I think we found a small subsection of the rules where we said we're all allowed to take whatever QB we want, but we didn't factor in like the flex position. Yeah. Uh, no, we can pick all the QBs we want. But I'd be okay um, so with you my, taking both as, I mean, I have no issues with you taking Emory and AR as your flex, if you want to use your flex on that. Honestly, you know, if I'm thinking about value of like 
Fenley Graham potentially as a returnman versus being able to like properly run and throw the ball. I think the the one-two punch of Emery and Richardson isn't actually the worst idea given my team makeup. T- to recap, I have Lorenzo Lingard behind Braun and White, Copeland and Henderson, who I personally would argue might be one and two, with Henderson maybe tied with Whittemore, uh, and then Elksness, which isn't you know the greatest compared to Zipper or Gamble this upcoming year. But like, I think I have a pass-heavy offense with a good. Running you see, now, now, now I'm rethinking this because I'm thinking that's that maybe that is a little unfair because I mean AR is clearly going to get time this year. I mean, I don't know, I don't know. That's, I a, mean, lot of, that's a lot of touches for a fl- for a utility I mean, guy when we're I'm going right. we're going returners. I'm, I'm okay with it just because I stabbed you in the back on this deal. No, no, no. I'll play fair. I'll go. I'll go Emery and a family. Okay. I'm just jealous because I didn't think of it. All right, we have one Emery Jones take. The Sofuri follow suit. Yeah, I'm going to go with Jones. That's a smart move here. That is the smart move. And for that reason, you're not picking it. <laughs> yep, <laughs> well, correct. Yeah, I mean, well, okay. So if we're playing real fantasy here, the, I guess for me, the smart move would be to take Anthony. Uh, and oh, if shit. he works out, then I win automatically, right? That's but if just, it doesn't work out, then you put yourself as a disadvantage. Then I do. Although I'm, I'm here running behind uh, Bowman and Pierce. So we do have that going for me. That's true. Yeah, I'm as much as I am on the AR hype train, and I think he does get a lot of time this year to play. I think Emory Jones is his job, so I'm going to go with Emory. All righty. So does that make Emory like? I know, I know, it's based on the rules of the game, but like, ah, oh, fuck, I had a great joke lined up. What's the what's the position called when you're uh, drafted last? Uh, Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. Does that make him triple Mr. Irrelevant because he was three of the last four picks? I guess. Yeah. Was that your great joke? No. <laughs> it was my regular Jesus. joke. Savage. <laughs> my God. Oh, shit. Do we want to pick... Do we really qu- quickly want to pick uh, meaningless uh, coaches to be on our sideline? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do savage. assistant coaches. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Why the hell? All right. That? So Zlat just picked. So Zlat, wrap it up. Okay. Assistant coaches. So... Obviously, my only choices would be um, Hevesy or our recruiting coordinator. Um, Okay, any assistant coach, huh? Do we have any limitations we want to put on? No Dan Mullen. No Dan Mullen. Okay, so offensive, defensive coordinator are fair game too? Sure. I mean, if you really want want to pick that DC. I'm just making sure for the rest of you. This is um, just covering all all bases here. But it doesn't matter because I'm not going to go with that. I'll let you two fight over that. I'm going to go with Nick Savage. Damn it. Okay. I'm going to go with... Damn, I miss Ron English. <laughs> It'd be great for the no. memes. Oh, my God. <sighs> Cursed sentence. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean that. Um, this is to take your team to the promised land. Give me Todd Grantham. <laughs> okay. Look, that's a high reward pick. That's yeah, that's real boom bust. Either he's going to be the most hated man in Florida football over the past couple of years, or, or he's, he's going to get be... himself a real job. And yeah. Here's the thing: these aren't long term picks either. So I mean, there is a chance he just has one good year. It's not a good chance, but there's a chance, right? Obviously, okay, so he would do two in a row. But yeah, I'm debating between Brewster and Turner, and I think either one would be a good pick for me, given that my DL was Valentino and Watson, and my tight end was Elksness. I think they could all use the help and they all have like a pretty high ceiling if developed properly. 
So given that I have a pretty good wide receiver crew, I think I'm okay suffering at tight end, and I'll pick up Turner. Okay. Uh, infuriating some people that uh, a certain Billy Gonzalez is not taken. But we're just uh, taking the, the best coaches slammed. here. And uh, clearly, uh, Billy Gonzalez is not a top three coach on our team. Yeah, obviously. This is uh, this is gospel here. All right. This is, these are some good teams here. Uh, I think we've done a good recap. Is there anybody left on the board that really should have been taken? I'm just kind of going through some names now. I guess I guess you could argue, argue Stuart Reese um, Stuart could Reese, be a starter. Yeah. I, you joked earlier about having a uh, highlight like color coordinated, but I did do that in the 20 minutes bef- after you recommended it <laughs> and, the, and when we started. Um, so I had Stuart Reese highlighted. <laughs> I had Newkirk highlighted. I had Moon and Bogle highlighted. Wingo oh, and Bo- Dewan Black. Bogle, I think that's uh, that's a guy who could get a lot of playing time this year. Yeah. Who's who's missed yeah. out? Yeah. Uh, Wingo, I, I don't know. Maybe not this year. Right. Yeah, I haven't heard great things about him right now. Like maybe he's not quite progressing the way we want to. But I could also be pulling that out of my ass. I, I think what happened is that that was that was the case in. Um, in some capacity where maybe last year it like there were some, you know, maybe he just wasn't keeping up as much as he should or working as much as he should, but people take things a little far. So they hear that one time and they just apply it as, Oh, he's not a hard worker. Oh, he doesn't care. He doesn't even try. The guy's lazy. Oh, blah, blah. And I don't think that's the case at all. I just think that um, that was part of the reason why he had trouble getting on the field last year. And gotcha. Um, you know, I, I don't think he sees a lot of the field this year, but I don't think it's like a huge issue with him either. That bodes well. How about Black not being taken? Do you want Black? I don't. I don't know if he plays a lot this year. He's just he got here late. He's still. I think he needs to put on some more size. Personally, I think he he needs some time with Savage. And um, right. Well, I mean, you did draft Savage. Yep, I, I did indeed. Uh, Travis Johnson was one that was missed, who I think uh, gets a lot of playing time as the star mm-hmm. nickel kind of player. Uh, mm-hmm. Jason Marshall would be another. Yeah. Yeah. I think Marshall and, of course, and Bogle might be the two. Might be the two that we come back and are sort of regretting not taking later on right. down the line. I'm never going to regret not taking Stuart Reese, so I, I feel good about taking Tarkin. I don't know. I like. I mean, call me the sunshine pumper, but isn't the whole narrative that now he's going to be playing in the in the system that he was like already kind of trained in, and he was really good at it at Mississippi State? Well, that's one narrative, but here's here's that's my, my narrative. narrative. Who wants an offensive guard if it's not named Josh Braun or Ethan White? Yeah. I mean, Ethan White at center, but whatever. No, I think uh, Iguacun takes over the center reign. But, the, I mean, White could. White could be the center. You're right. But it's all it's all up in the air. I, wow, I really do. I have two offensive linemen who might not play. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> how much faith I had in the offensive line last year. And that's how much Zeus really screwed us over by going back to back with the top two. Yeah. Guys. So you have two that might not re- play and remind the audience how many we picked. Uh, two. Uh, okay. So two out of two. Was, yeah. yeah. Well, we picked six total, I guess, but yes, five start. I have two who might not even play. I, uh, I feel okay about my team except for my defensive backs. I'm, I'm pretty eh, with Elijah blades and Rashad Torrance. Yeah, not too exciting there. Yeah. How about you, Zla? How do you feel about your team makeup? I, I mean, I'm, I'm pleased and I'm disappointed in, uh, in some spots. I don't think I have very high end offensive weapons, Pierce, Whitmore, Burke, and Gamble, but I think that they're solid enough that they're all going to get some, some good playing time in there. And then I'm really happy with my defense. I love my defense. Yeah, I got uh, Dexter, Carter, 
up front and then trade Dean and Helm. Oh, and then Hopper, I think he gets some time, but I think, uh, Dean, Dean, especially, I think he can actually make some big plays this year. Get you me some might points. Get, you might, you might get sunk if our defense stinks again, but like, I think you picked out pretty much our like top tier defensive players aside from Elam represent first pick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this kind of dovetails into superlatives, um, offensive MVP, defensive MVP, breakout player, freshman MVP. So now I have to worry. Are my picks, are my choices going to be uh, biased based on who I picked? I'm going to be like, oh, well, now I got to take Hopper and Dexter <laughs> as my two breakout dudes. And it'll be, inter- it'll be interesting. We'll see how that goes. Okay. So offensive MVP, are any of us going to go with a player who's not a quarterback? Maybe we should have to. Maybe yeah. we should have to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes it more difficult. Yeah. Um, that makes me actually have to think. Um, damn. I'll go first. I guess since, okay, I, go since I went third in the draft, I'll start this off. Um, this might disappoint Tofree. I'm going to go with Copeland. He was going to be my top receiver and uh, got taken right before me. I think Copeland's offensive MVP number one. Second nerd. That's fair. That's fair. Um, you know, even though there's a lot of options, I'm going to go with Naquan. Um, <sighs> okay. I mean, he just showed so much of that, like, all-purpose type of player where he can make catches out of the backfield and, like, that big play type of explosion. I think he's going to be a real problem. I totally agreed. Quick question. Are we, like, not allowed to pick previous picks, or, or can no, there be consensus is, yeah, here? No, you can. Okay. That's just who you think. In that, case, I, in that case, I'm thinking it's also probably Copeland, but I would really love to see something happen like either uh, Naquan or... It'd be real cool if somebody like if one of our run if if one of our running backs break out that isn't Naquan Davis or Pierce it means that they really broke out if that makes sense like if Bowman or Lingard yeah. starts competing for that one spot it's because they dominate over Davis and Pierce but I, for now I'll pick Copeland so I guess with with Copeland I think he can he's capable um, I just think that like at receiver it's going to be spread out a lot more than it was last year because you're not going to have one guy who's just like completely dominant. Right. And I think shorter is going to eat up some catches because he's that dude who has the size. And I think that's going to be an aspect of, of this offense going forward. It should be interesting. Well, I think a big part of this too is um, how's Emery with his progressions. Does he stick to the first read? I mean, Trask went through a lot of them. So, I mean, he spread the ball around a good bit to those receivers. All right, All right, so do do we want to X-nay anybody as defensive MVP for being too easy of a pick, Kai or Elam? I'm going to go with a different player, so... Really? Maybe it's not that easy. You want Elam? All right, okay. Well, my, my follow-up uh, offering was that we'd X-nay, like, several players that would make for, like, really obvious picks, but if there's if there's not enough consensus, then we might as well, well just then, leave the yeah, whole board well, open. Just make that person your breakout player, if you, yeah. you know... I'm going to say Cox. I'm going to say Brennan Cox. So wait, you just, you, you, <laughs> I like this. You started off with the yeah. clear cut only choice is Elam yeah. and then you switched it up with somebody else. I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you what made me think about it was that I started going through the other lists and I realized that Cox is going to be more flashy than Kai or Elam. They might not throw Elam's way if he's that much exactly. more dominant than the other guy. He, he yeah, might, he right. might suffer from the, the defensive back MVP issue of just having a very quiet ear. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's some really good options on defense. I am inclined to also go with Brenton Cox. That's why I made him my first overall pick. Yeah, I just I think he's going to be that guy who puts up numbers. 
yeah, puts up sack numbers. I, I'm with the two of you. I think that he should recover from that leg reconstruction surgery. Uh, okay, and yeah. <laughs> come back strong with uh, a brand yeah. new robot leg. <laughs> it should be it should be pretty good. So yeah, with with that in mind, I'm going to go with Cox as well. I, I think he gets double digit sacks actually. So I mean, I'm really glad that we clearly had the unanimous agreement that we would just not pick Kyrie Elam, like I said initially. I, I, now, if we were if we were going with the guy who's going to get drafted the highest, then I would gladly take Elam. But Cox is uh, is my MVP type player. Yes. All right. I really like our defensive front on yeah, this the team. Whole, the whole D line is actually fun this year. Yeah. And hasn't been in the past. So this is really it's a nice change. Maybe it makes the defense good. Speaking of defense being good, do we want to pick a defensive breakout? Sure. sure. Or do you want to just pick a regular old breakout? Well, I, I we'll go def- let's, we can we can stretch it out a little bit. I'll go I'll go defensive breakout and I'll I'll start right. with uh, the guy who I ended up taking already and that's a Tyron Hopper. That's my breakout. Very good pick. Yeah. So that's one where I repeated. Uh, definitely drafted him with that in mind. Right. Y'all almost talked me into Avery Helm <laughs> as uh, as that breakout guy at defensive back. Um, I didn't necessarily think that he was going to break out. I just think that he's going to get most of the playing time. I think one of the safeties is going to be... I don't know. Would you consider Trey Dean to be a breakout player? I was just wondering that because, I mean, I think he's probably one of the most likely options if you do consider him playing well being a breakout. Yeah. So I'll I'll go with him. Um, Even though he kind of already broke out, he played a lot as a freshman and played well. Yeah. But um, he is well known. He hasn't really played safety, which is his that was his position that he was recruited to play. Right. Um, So, yeah, I'll, I'll go with Dean. All righty. I think so. I'm debating between Diabate, but I don't know if he played too well at the end of the year to be considered a breakout. So I would say he already broke out. Yeah, it yeah. was a, a slow. It was a slow burn breakout. He didn't do so hot at yeah. the beginning of 2020, but he broke out over the course of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think he's pretty right. well known. All righty, so I'm going to go with a. Uh, uh, are we going to count Jerv? Oh yeah, I think All right. I, he would be my number two. Uh, yeah. I, I, only because he's. A defensive lineman did I not take him and that's really interesting that we have a consensus with defensive MVP so like we're not we're like we're allowed to we're allowed to have a consensus but we still pick three different people for breakout or it just shows that our team is all over the place and uh, grant them <laughs> <laughs> can't decide on a position for anybody let alone who's going to be good did you all see that quote from I think it was Lamar Goods uh, talking about Dexter I, was, I saw Valentino's quote about him was it Valentino who said that he is going to be a problem? Yeah. Yes, that was Valentino. That was a great quote. Yeah. I also thought it was kind of funny because it was one of those, like, it wasn't meant to be a backhanded compliment, but he kept saying, once he learns how to play football, man, all he needs to do is learn how to play. Like, he's such an athlete. All he needs to do is, like, learn, like, the rules and stuff. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably know this already, but he's only played organized football for, I think, three years now. Like, he started late in high school. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't without that context. It was so funny. Yeah, that is that is really funny though. Okay, cool beans. All right, we uh, offensive breakout. Zeus, who's your guy? Does Cope count? Mm-hmm. All right. Does I mean, Emory I, count? I mean, I guess if Copeland wins the Heisman, that's kind of a breakout year. So if no, you're I don't like think he's winning Heisman. I think he's big, just going to be. I think he's just going to be productive. Is all. 
I guess you could uh, take, I don't know, Emery, Copeness. Let's say, I'm going to say Henderson then. I'm going to say Xavier Henderson. If we're talking about who makes the most distinct jump forward and kind of a, you know, when you see it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I think Henderson makes his way to be wide receiver two, magically overtaking uh, Trent Whittemore, which I say half jokingly, but like also not half jokingly. I think Trent Whittemore is, I think, I think it's like 2A, 2B between the two of them. I'm going to go zipper. I think that Gamble is, <clears throat> you know, he's going to be used much more in the passing game than he has been, but he's still like fundamentally, he's a blocking tight end. He's like a kind of a big body type of tight end. Um, and I think that zipper is going to be used in that, whatever you want to call it, H back flex role that we've seen certain players excel at <laughs> UF before. Yes. Uh, we were well known for having, uh, people do a great job at that. Yes. Maybe, maybe they, some shovel passes and things like that. I've seen kind, the seen kind of before. guy who can kill the competition. Oh God. Oh my God. Wink, wink. We're talking about pits, right? He can really, he can really take some bodies <laughs> with him, huh? I don't have a third really bad one. Yeah, but that's just a stab in the dark. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a hide your wife, hide your kids hey, kind of hey, thing. Hey, don't, <laughs> don't shoot the messenger. God. Okay, how many of these are being left in? <laughs> All of them. Okay. All every single one. <laughs> All right. It's I separate the art from the artist. We've noted this. You're murdering the game. I gotcha. All right, it's time to put this one to bed, though. Put it away for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. All right, what are we doing now? Did we all all pick uh, a... I I I didn't pick my offensive breakout. Uh, Can I take Naquan Wright? Because that's who I think is going to do it. That's also a very good pick. Has he he broken out officially yet? I think with Gator fans, he has a little bit, but... Yeah. I don't okay. think I don't That's think his fair. name is known as much as it's going to be by the end of yeah. next season. Yeah, great utility player. I think he does it all. All right, we got a freshman MVP. I think this one is very straightforward. Everybody's going to take the same guy. Maybe we'll see. I have to go look at a list of our freshmen. Make sure I'm not missing anybody before I take my dude. Yeah, you know I was feeling pretty confident about who I was going to pick here, but. Then you said that, and now I'm like, oh, geez, am I missing somebody here? <laughs> no, there's a. I think I think there's two guys, maybe three, who are a little step above the rest in leading at, out of the gates. But let's see what we got. All right, anybody want to oh, jump in the first one uh, here? Just oh, as you've a, been going, you've been going in the middle. You should go first this time. Okay, just as a point of news, uh, Tyreek Sapp finally made it into the class. Yes, week. excellent. Much yeah, needed. So, um, that's a big deal. Um, Especially after the years, the, the multiple years of not taking defensive linemen. Um, man, yeah. we really needed to revamp that room. So this helps a lot with that. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with Jason Marshall. It's a good choice. It's a very good choice. Because I, well, okay. Yeah, no, I'll save the commentary until after you guys. All right. Um, I'm I'm pretty confident on my pick actually. Uh, Jason Marshall is my second choice. I'm going to go with Marcus Burke. Oh wow! Okay. I think. Well, I mean, again, yeah, we can save commentary. Let's we'll get into that after Zeus goes. Or am I allowed to pick Bowman? He's a redshirt freshman, but he didn't play last year, if I remember. He played like a little bit at Clemson. Yeah, that's cheating. 
Yeah, let's just uh, go with uh, guys in our class last year. Yeah, in our yeah, freshman class. All righty. I'm going to say, uh, yeah, I I really want to pull something cool like Burke, but I think, I think if anybody, it's going to be Marshall. I don't know if we necessarily see a freshman step up that way, though. Yeah, I mean, those are like that. Those are the two who I think are going to get playing time. Um, I think we probably also see some of Elksness at tight end. Yeah. Um, I think the reason I wouldn't take him, I guess, is because I think that we have enough tight end options with experience that he won't be as needed. You see that little redshirt senior tag next to Gamble and that junior tag next to Zipper, and you know that, like, you know that you know that Mullen's going to go to them more often than not. They'll, yeah. they'll play a ton, and they're both. I think they're both um, good at most things. I don't know if either is great at any one thing, but they're both good at most things. Um, I, I really think that uh, wide receiver is the easiest position to just step in right away and do well. And yeah. since I don't think we have many clear guys who are ready for that, right? And I just haven't heard much from the past two classes outside of a couple guys. I'm just I'm going on a limb with Burke. I think he's a stud. Okay. Um... So that leaves our last category, player most likely to be a CPA. Or do we just want to go with a blanket of accountant and not necessarily saddle them with yeah, going well, through let's the go, CPA let's go like process? Yeah, let's white-collar, like the financial field or something like that. Do we, or is that too broad? That might be too broad. I want to say accountant. It has that, yeah. it has that okay. slight shading of nerd. Yeah. Like okay. a, a guy who you just think is never, ever going to have sexual relations with a woman... <laughs> Not who you think, who, who, man. who won't, who clearly won't do it. It's yeah, clearly will not have enjoy carnal relations of a consensual. And and clearly okay with it, too. Having never done it, they don't know what they're missing out on. So Exactly. It's, um, yeah, it's important. We're really throwing one of our players under the bus, aren't we? Yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, going through our whole roster yeah, right now. Yeah, now I feel bad <laughs> about. <laughs> who would ever, yeah, assign this horror to somebody? <laughs> No, that's not true. We we talked about it in the chat a little bit this week. Um, you know, Ben Affleck's coolest role that he played was as an accountant. Yep. Is anybody ready for the question? No. Chief Borders. <laughs> He's a smart dude. That's not yeah, a bad that kind of makes sense, actually. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was going through thinking, like, who's the nerdiest, but then I, like, came across the one name that was slated to go to Stanford there for a while, so. Yep. That's a, that's a solid choice. All right, I have two options. Like, do we go with the joke option or do we go with the real option? Dealer's choice. Yeah, it's tough. I always go with the joke option, but yeah. you know that's just me. That's true. All right, Dwan Black. No, I don't. I don't think he likes spreadsheets. I'm going to go with that. I, I just don't see him being a guy that just wants to sit behind the computer. Uh, so my my actual choice is Josh Braun. Uh, I'm going to go with Anthony Richardson when he gets into it's- glasses mode. It's the glasses. Exactly. Yeah. It's the glasses yep. mode. I know the exact picture you're talking about. Yep. yep. <laughs> In high school, you're like, you know what? That that guy, yeah. I can see him just like disgruntledly walking through an office, going to his cubicle, uh, like a coffee mug in his hand, those glasses, just like muttering about all the stupid bullshit he has to do with his kids <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> Does he know his kids' names at least? If you're an accountant, I think you would. Wait, how could he have kids? Well, exactly. and adoption. Also, in in this <laughs> offense, as a quarterback, you have to learn to account for the numbers in the box. So. Okay, okay. I'll go. I'll roll with that. Yeah. I liked your Hernandez jokes better, to be honest. <laughs> Wait, who? What? Huh? <laughs> I don't. I don't follow, friend. I'm not sure what you're talking about, buddy. <laughs> uh, okay. 
Um, anything else before we go to Culture Corner? No, I think I'm good. Now I'm ready. Let's do this. Zlat, do you want to lead us off here? I can. I can. Uh, I have a pretty good one, actually. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that since the last time we we recorded, I had start, I started something after that, and I finished the entire series up to current day, at least, uh, since then, and that's Yellowstone. Have either of you seen oh, that? Okay. No, I haven't. No. It's on Peacock or Paramount. I'm not sure. What, I mix those two up. It's on one of those. Uh, and I get them both with something. I think uh, one of those comes with Xfinity, which I have, and then one of them comes with uh, 247 subscription. This is not an advertisement. Just they automatically happen. Otherwise, I would not have watched this show. But damn, it's a good show. Uh, Kevin Costner at his finest, uh, basically playing himself. Uh, Kevin Costner in the role of Kevin Costner, owning the giant Montana ranch with way too much land, uh, battling the government, the uh, Native Americans, other rich people, lots of other rich people, and uh, lots of violent people in order to keep his land and not have it taken away for other things like, you know, just other various activities. It's a fantastic show. Uh, Great writing. Uh, Probably some of the best dialogue on TV that I've seen. It's really good stuff. So highly recommend it. And I think nice. three seasons through. So watched them all, flew through, and um, ready for the next one. Excellent. So I'll hit you with two. I'll hit you with one that I watched recently, and then I'll hit you with a throwback, because I always like those throwbacks. Uh, the one that I watched recently would be I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. Uh, it's it's a niche comedy. If you don't it, like, If it doesn't speak to you, it will not speak to you. But if it does, it's very funny. And you'll probably pick up on a few memes that you might not have across the internet. Um, after having watched it, there seems to be like a small community of people who like referencing it without much context. But uh, I think you should, if nothing else, give it a try. And then my throwback pick this week is going to be, I'll give you two. I'm going to give you Blazing Saddles. I was on oh, a Mel. hell yeah. I was, yeah. Yeah, I know. I was on a, I was on a bit of a, a, a Mel Brooks tear there for a second there. Now you've seen um, you've seen that before, right? This isn't like a brand new watch. No, for you. Uh, of course. Oh, I love it. Okay. Uh, I mean, my my parents made the poor decision to show it to me when I was like growing up as a kid, and that's how you are the way you are now. Exactly. Um, and then my second is going to be a Blue Mountain State, just because I, you know, getting ready for football season. I've never seen that. <clears throat> it is very mid two thousands raunchy comedy. Uh, centered around a football team that you could arguably say might be based off the Florida Gators. Um, there's there's at least some debate on it, uh, but interesting. I, it is it is very lowbrow humor that I love. <laughs> nice lowbrow is best brow. Yeah, hell yeah. So uh, I I think I mentioned it last time. Um, there's a series on HBO right now um, called Hundred Foot Wave. Yes, and it's pretty good. <laughs> Um, I've still been watching that. I thought it was just going to be like a two part series. Um, but it's still going. I think there's been four episodes so far and there's still more coming. So, um, and like you think that watching people surf on big waves would kind of get repetitive after a little bit, but there's two or three moments in every episode where like, I'm audibly like, Oh my God, Holy shit. Yeah. You know, based on based on your recommendation, I actually watched that too. So I'm up to date, and it's fantastic. I'd agree. Really draws you in. Also, uh, I saw the new Suicide Squad movie. Oh, how was yeah. that? Um, I liked it. Like, I really liked it. Yeah, it was good. 
I did you watch it in theaters or on HBO? No, I watched it on HBO. I'm actually like if I have time, which I probably won't, but I'm actually considering going to see it again at the theater. Um, yeah, I just, it actually was like an interesting superhero movie, which I don't feel like there's been one of those in quite a while. Yeah. DC tends to min max on those, on those superhero movies. Sometimes you get like the Shazam. Sometimes you get the Batman v Superman. So in that, in your example is Shazam is the bad one. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Oh. All right. Fair enough. I've not, I've not seen it. All right. Um, and I actually liked Batman v Superman. I'm one of those people. Yeah. I, I didn't have an issue with it. I thought I was going to hate it, but after all the shit that was talked about it, it wasn't that bad. Uh, but yeah, uh, suicide squad was really, really good. Um, there were like interesting characters with depth and uh, it was well acted and it had some different thematic elements that I don't feel like I've seen before in a superhero movie. All right. Would you recommend seeing it in theaters first for someone like me who hasn't seen it yet? I think I probably would. Um, okay. Although it's not really necessary. Just watch it at home. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, that was a quick flip right there. I went full circle. Yeah. There. <laughs> yeah. I liked it at home, yeah. especially because I already had it for free. Right. Exactly. So that was a, yeah. a nice little bonus right there. If you're looking to get out of the house and spend $10 or $15 or whatever theater tickets cost where you live, then yeah, go see it. I'd say that it was my, it was probably my second favorite DC movie. Um, and by a good margin too. So yeah, it was, it was good. Wonder Woman being my first one for multiple reasons. One, I thought it was a good movie, but the second should be obvious as well because, right? Of course, you know the the writing obviously because of because you know the the outfits. I love I love the costumes. Yeah, yeah. Set design. Yeah, I don't think anybody caught what I said there. Um, Okay, (laughs) (laughs) no, I actually missed that. I probably talked through it. That's too bad. Okay, last one. I watched the first season of Ted Lasso. Oh, yes. And a little bit of season two. Yeah. No spoilers, um, no spoilers for season two. I'm, I'm scared to hear what you're going to say right now. It's okay. Oh, <gasps> motherfucker. <laughs> it's, it's fine. <laughs> I'm quitting it's, the podcast. <laughs> it's not bad. You go to hell. Um, <laughs> uh, like there was, there's some really funny laugh out loud moments. Um, and there's some moments where like I jumped up off the couch and was like screaming. Yes. At the TV. Um, like his reference just in a random episode, he references that Kanye's 808s and heartbreak is like one of the most underrated albums of all time. <laughs> and I just like, I jumped up and I was like pounding my chest <laughs> with my fist. Like, hell yeah. Go off brother. Um, but I don't know, like, it's just, there's just something about it that is just so, like, over-the-top, cheesy, and suspension of disbelief about all of the plot line. But Suicide Squad was great, though, right? Well, but that's a superhero movie. <laughs> well, are so, you saying Ted Lasso isn't? Okay, fair. I don't know, convince me. Bring me around to seeing the light. Here's, here's my issue. Uh, actually, I don't know if anybody's caught up, and I'm not going to give it away at all, but the most recent episode came out uh, last night, and for the listeners, probably about two weeks ago, whenever you're hearing this, but that was a shot at, at Tofu. Wow. 
Why don't you go fuck yourself? <laughs> that was really un- a really unnecessary shot. <laughs> no, we, we appreciate, was, no, that was, we appreciate that all, that, brilliant. all that Topher that was, does with, with no. producing this. He puts in a lot that of hard perfect. work. Um, that was perfect. But yeah, the most recent one was a fantastic episode. And there are a couple of lines that just had me dying. But I mean, look, it's if you're looking for a realistic movie about the game of uh, soccer or football, as they call it in England, maybe this is not your series or movie. Um, if you're looking for a complete disbelief and suspension of reality, but uh, a show that has some great lines in it, a good combination of humor and feel good. And uh, that has some, some fun character growth and character building. Then this is your show. That's, that's the best I can do. Okay. I'll take a shot at it. If you grew up without a father like me and you want to replace that hole in your life, Ted Lasso. (laughs) There you go. Damn. That's a great (laughs) selling point. Ooh, does does Ted Lasso fulfill something that you didn't have growing up? Well, now I gotta think. Does he teach me how to shave? No, nah, I, I don't. Did. No, he doesn't get into shaving. Although the mustache Not is yet. a pretty big part of it too. Maybe that'll well, come that, later. It, it for me, it makes sense why you are into it, Zeus. Because like, it's the show itself has like theater kid energy. Yeah, this is fair. And. And I don't mean that as like, you know, uh, like, I don't mean that to disparage or, or denigrate you or theater kids, but it's nerds. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it's theater nerd all the way through. Next week, can we pick the mo- uh, player most likely to be a theater nerd? Ah, oh, man, that's a good one. Wow. Yeah. Next week. Next yeah. week. We'll say okay. that. Remember sure. it. Yeah, I won't. Um, but yeah, like, <laughs> I guess with with Ted Lasso, it's there's a very stage play type of quality to the show like the way it's made there's not a ton of different storylines going on um yeah like you know the abc storyline and all that having multiple different b's and c's it it's kind of sticking to the same abc the whole time yeah. i guess but anyway it you know it's good it's yeah. good i mean everyone's entitled to their opinion sometimes they're just I'm, wrong. Not even, I'm not even gonna make a comment afterwards too i'll leave yeah, it no i could fill in the blank i understand yeah. Guys, was my penis joke way at the beginning of the episode out of character of me? Was that like, was that a good joke? I don't even remember the penis joke. Which penis joke penis was it? Joke. Uh, oh, fuck. I, oh, I almost doxed myself. <laughs> fuck. Uh, <laughs> 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 it just sounded like you said, <laughs> so I don't think there's a way for the, yeah. li- well, I mean, you know, no, this part. Now me ble- extrapolating it- on why that's doxing you is. <laughs> you could hit, just bleep both of those parts. Yeah, the, sure. leave, okay. that, leave that bit in. No, I was saying like when, when like I, the homeless man exposes penis to me, like I've been thinking about that all episode. Like I feel like I could have come on stronger with like a homeless man at the library joke. Like, like I was not a good improv partner. You even gave him characterization about being a Ronald Reagan impersonator. And I just didn't use that. I did oh, not. Yes. True. And you. I don't know. I, just, I feel like you still went with it. And I mean, there, there's never a bad time for a penis joke in my mind. So that's true. All 120 pounds of it. No, we, we, we <laughs> do probably need to work on our yes. And I'm pretty bad about that. Like shutting things down and all that. Maybe we'll take some improv classes for the listeners. There, nah, there is, there <laughs> is funny to be had and yes. And, but I'm a believer that there is also a lot of funny that you can glean from no. And, or no, or even though that's you know not the rule of improv. Disagree. Okay. <laughs> no. Fair enough. Damn, <laughs> that is meta. Up. Holy shit. <laughs> Alrighty. Yeah. Oh my god. So many levels to this. You'd think that we were a flag football podcast. 
okay. All right, on that note. All right. Yep. Review it. Thanks for listening. Review it. Go Gators. Go Gators. Go Gators. <laughs>